episode seven of Degrassi Talks. Degrassi Talks, Degrassi Sings. We're not alone, let's do this together. Degrassi Talks. This week we are talking about The Way We Get By, the new episode. And of course we will be previewing next week's highly anticipated episode, Jesus, etc. Um, we will also be discussing some other happenings in Degrassi World including uh, Luke's budding rap career, and some season 11 news as well that we've got. But first of all, um, I just want to thank everybody for being patient with us, for waiting for this podcast. Um, we were finding it difficult to record last week because we were all so busy, and it's not like there was all that much to talk about either with just the way to get by part one. So we're combining both part one and part two in this podcast, and we are back now. So, um, how have you guys been this week, first of all? Uh, pretty good. Um, I feel like, um, I feel like we haven't recorded in a while, so it's kind of like, like last week was kind of like threw me off for a loop because we didn't record, but, um, going pretty good. Same old stuff. Nothing, nothing huge. What about you guys? I've been super busy lately, mm-hmm. but now I'm on reading week, our break. So, this week, uh, I have the whole week off, which is very nice. Didn't you just have off for, like, that ridiculous holiday? What's it called? Oh, yeah, Family Day. Family Day. Yeah, <laughs> <I had> a- <laughs> yeah. yeah, last week was uh, Family Day, so I only had a four-day week. But this week, I'm. it's like reading week is like our spring break. We don't really have spring break. We just call it reading week. Got it. It's a week off in February. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Exactly. Well, my yeah. sister was home um, last week, so I got to spend some um, time with her because her reading week was um, the week before. Um, so that's yeah. basically all really what happened. I didn't really do anything that exciting except for, like, you know, school and the usual stuff. Yeah, I've been applying for internships nonstop because I have to do an internship this summer. Um, but it's not, like, a placement. Like, we have to actually actively go out and find it. No, so. oh, that's hard. I've been writing like a million cover letters, oh. and after a while, it gets tedious. <laughs> cover letters are the worst. I know, I hate it. <laughs> the worst. But hopefully, I'll get something good and it'll be worthwhile yeah. again. Fingers crossed. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, uh, um, tomorrow <laughs> is this mysterious yeah, meet and greet, which I guess is <laughs> happening. <laughs> We are, we're, we're recording this on Monday, everybody, so um, by the time you hear this, the meet and greet will probably be over. But, um, yeah, for us, it's tomorrow, and um, it's at the Midui store in Toronto, and Ashley and I are planning on going, but there's a little confusion as to what's actually happening, because Epitome told us that it wasn't happening, but then now we've heard from the Midui people that it is happening, and I don't even know anymore. But yeah, I looks know. Like um, it should be fun. I guess we'll see tomorrow. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think that Epitome will um, let us know tomorrow morning. At least. Yeah, hopefully. Well, I mean, most of the people who went on the Kenya trip aren't in the cast right now, so like, I don't really know. Maybe they didn't like contact them because they're not in the cast anymore. Um, so we'll see. I guess. Yeah, and if we go, we'll um, talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, and we'll tweet and tweet pick and all that fun. Yeah, definitely take stuff. a lot of pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's gonna be really small. Like there's it's only like thirty fans that are allowed to go. Yeah, fifty I think. Oh, 50. Okay. Oh how yeah, they, I don't know. Is it like first come, first serve, like you have to get there early or uh, you just have to, like, buy tickets online. They're free, though. Well, oh. it's not buying. They're free. Right. Um, I guess it's like first come, first serve, whoever um, gets oh, nice. the tickets. Oh, nice. So you guys got tickets. 
Yeah, so um, in the news this week, uh, Stephen Stone did a very interesting and insightful interview with the Star Scoop, and he answered a lot of ongoing questions the fans have. He talked about his favorite storylines, the new energy on the set this year, and the possibility of any old characters coming back. And um, we also now know that the characters they are casting now are not the new Grade 9s expected to be introduced in the second half of Season 11. So, like, the new Grade 9 cast will be cast later, uh, assuming that Season 11 moves forward, of course. Um, and these characters, like the characters that we have the descriptions for, are going to be introduced in the beginning. And they will be in, like, Grade 11, Grade 12, I guess. So that's going to be a lot of new characters then, you know, with uh, four at the start of season t season 11, I should say, and um, and then a bunch of new grade nines in the second half. So what do you guys think about the number of new characters introdu being introduced next year? Um, I think it's a lot. Um, I don't know. It's 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 hard enough to, to kind of get everybody situated to, like, two or three characters. I mean, um, I mean Eli was... One of the more, one of the more favorite ones, you know, from the get-go. But like, it kind of, it's kind of taking us a lot to get warmed up to characters like, like Drew and Bianca and, um, and a lot of the newer people. But um, so to kind of throw, you know, maybe double the amount of new people that was introduced in season ten, um, a little risky. But um, I mean, as long as the characters are interesting and you know they do right by the storylines and. You know, you never know. It could work, but that's a lot. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't know. I'm a little bit, like, wary of it because I kind of want them to focus on the characters that are leaving halfway through the season. Right. Um, and I find it weird that they're bringing in new characters, but uh, I don't know. I hope they'll be able to, like, you know, still let the characters who are leaving, I guess, shine, so to say, um, and then introduce the new characters because they do seem really interesting from um, their descriptions. I think it's weird that, you know, they're introducing, like, one of the new characters is in grade 12, so they're going to, like, introduce him and then have him graduate, like, two months later. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the point yeah. in introducing him then, you know? So, I just wish that, like, the characters that we got the descriptions for, I wish they were younger, mm -hmm. and that they would stick around for a while, because I think they sound really interesting, all four of them, mm -hmm. and so it's just, like, have them on for, like, half the season. <laughs> yep. We should just change the grade and make them in grade 11 or something. Well, uh, we, <laughs> they have kind of, we have, you know, kind of guessed that they've done that before, <laughs> like Peter. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so you never know. If he's really, really popular, he might just, you know, get held back like Peter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Or do be. victory lap, like Alex. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Stone also talked about the rumored Degrassi spinoff. And there have been spin-off rumors since, like, at least season six. You know, I remember back when they were talking about doing a Degrassi University yeah. show. And this was actually, like, a serious possibility. And obviously, like, that never ended up happening, um, maybe for the better. But um, they are working on a show called Highland Gardens now, which we know about. We got a press release about that uh, a little while back. And Steven said um, it might or might not be a Degrassi spin-off. We're still deciding. One of the characters could be a Degrassi character, Although it could work not being a Degrassi character also, so we're developing the show with both possibilities in mind. Shooting will be in August or September, so we'll have to make up our minds by then. So we already know that Highland Gardens is a show about aspiring actors and singers in L.A. 
So who do you guys think is the Degrassi character they're thinking about including? And is that a good idea? <laughs> uh, um, um, I don't know. I if it was Manny, Manny, I totally would not be in show at all because she's not my favorite character. But I don't know. If it right. was like the Stewards or something like that, maybe I'd be more willing to watch it, I guess. I don't know. I kind of just wish they'd, you know, do their own because... I don't know, they did the whole, like, Degrassi University thing, and I guess it's totally different because they're in a different country and a different setting and everything like that, but I don't know, I wouldn't be really interested if it was, like, Manny and, um, because I don't really like her that much. And it could be about Seth. Yeah, He's graduating. And, you, you know, it, it didn't, there, doesn't really sound like that he was ever going to go the path that his parents want him to go, so could be Seth, never know. Yeah, Seth's a possibility. My fear is that it would end up being, like, Degrassi goes Hollywood in a television show <laughs> format, and yeah. I'm not a fan of no. Degrassi goes Hollywood, really. So, I mean, to take, like, one of our favorite characters, like, I always be so afraid that, like, the character would be ruined. <laughs> like, you know, I get so protective over the old characters that, like, I'm kind of worried about what they might do. But, honestly, even though they're saying that it might be a Degrassi spinoff, I don't think it's going to yeah. end up being a Degrassi spinoff. Because, like, would the old cast even want to come back? I mean, mm-hmm. that's another thing, too. Like, a lot of them have moved on to other yeah. things. I don't know. Like, would they really want to be, like, Degrassi for the rest of their lives? Like, continue, you know, even after ten years on the show, like, continue doing even more yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like Stefan Bergeron. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. But, I mean, I think, I mean, it just sounds like a, a de- like an instant star for Degrassi. I think Steven Stone can't let go of, of Instant Star. Yeah. Everything's got canceled, so he's kind of trying to bring it back in, in a Degrassi twist if he does go that route. But, I mean, I'd watch it. Yeah, I'll I'd, definitely watch I think it. I'd watch it just to, like, check it out. Yeah, I'll be too curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. Before we get to the episode, I figured that we should probably mention Luke Billick and his new rap career. Um, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> Luke has teamed up with Jordan Francis from Camp Rock. And now he's trying to be a rapper, or he is a rapper, depending on how you look at it. Um, They have a song, which you can listen to on YouTube. Uh, You can just Google Luke Billick rapping, and it's the first thing that comes up, pretty much. And uh, they're also doing, like, a concert and and meet-and-greet thing soon. (laughs) So, first of all, um, you guys heard the song. Uh, What do you (laughs) think about Luke's rapping, to be honest? (laughs) So... I literally just heard the song, like, two minutes before we started recording, and I think it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I mean, it's not the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It's just, it's weird, because, I mean, I mean, you you look at Luke, and you don't see him being a rapper. I mean, I don't know, maybe that's just me. And, like, the part that he actually does rap, if you guys listen to it, actually, I'll probably put a clip of it in this podcast so you guys can hear his part rapping. Um, it, he's actually not bad. I mean, he's no Drake. I don't know if he's trying to be Drake or if that was his, his ambition. But, um, I mean, given for what it's worth, I think he's, he's okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll, like, I'll he's an okay rapper, I guess. But, like, <laughs> I don't know, just, like, listening to the lyrics, I'm like, why is he, like, saying all these things? Like, trying to think of what he said. I wrote them down just so I could mention them here, and I just don't remember where I put them. But it was like, you know, all these girls, they, they, they either follow me on Twitter, or they have my poster, but they've never met me before, and like, 
I'm like, I don't need to rap. I'm on a TV show. Like, I don't know. Just, uh, like, he's not that bad of a rapper, but I just like just makes him see, seem like really, really cocky and like full full of himself. And as somebody who hasn't like met him, but I think that they'd like kind of veer off from him. Like, I don't think he's exactly like that in real life, having met him and spent the day with him. Um, but it's just really weird for me to like see the differences of when I first met him all the way back before he was on Degrassi and nobody knew who he was, um, to now. I just yes. can't get yes. I was going to mention that. That's all I can think of when I see, party. like, when I hear him, I just remember him, like, doing that, remember that ear thing, Aaron? When he did, like, that weird ear pull thing, I just keep thinking of that. Yes! No. It's only thing of when I hear any Drake song. Okay. Uh, it's all I can think about whenever I hear a Drake song. Like, I can't even listen to Drake anymore because I just think of Luke. And, like, like um, at his birthday party, for those of you who don't know, um, uh, Luke was always, like, up on stage, and he would be, like, getting in with the crowd, like, lip-syncing to Drake, and all the fans there were going crazy. And I just thought it was really awkward personally. But, um, you know, like, he definitely looks up to Drake. For sure, and um, I just get the sense that like he really, really wants to be famous. And yeah, I to think me, it just that seems uh, like now since he's kind of like so grasped, grasped a little bit of like you know the celebrity since being on Degrassi, he like kind of wants it now. Because like when I first met him in May, he was such the, like he was so shy, he was such a shy kid, and like now he's so outgoing and like I don't know, it's just weird. <laughs> Yeah, it is weird. I don't even know. And, like, obviously, no. <laughs> I mean, I think we should say, like, we don't really yeah. know Luke or anything. Like, this is just, like, a fan opinion here, people. I mean, I don't yeah, want exactly. people to, like, suddenly make up their minds <laughs> I mean, based on what we're saying in this podcast. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't even know. <laughs> so, this concert that they're doing, apparently it is a concert. It's not just a meet and greet. It's on March 22nd, I mean, March 27th, and it's with Luke and Jordan Francis. And Ooh. it also says that dancers from So You Think You Can Dance Canada will be there. It says that on the flyer. Um, the general admission is $25, but you can also get VIP tickets for $80. And I know that we try to stay away from this topic in the past, but um, what do you guys think about that, the whole $80 mm-hmm. thing? I am just like, I don't know. I, well, I'm informed now since Luke's mom tweeted me and said that Luke was a- Luke <laughs> Luke was asked to come and do the concert. Um, so it wasn't his, like, idea or whatever. But I just, I don't know. I just, it's, it's like, last, his birthday party, I spent $80 and did the whole meet and greet and everything like that. It was totally not worth it. Um, and I voiced my own opinions and, you know, I got a little bit of backlash from it from, um, a few people, but I just, I just don't think it's worth it. Like really $80 to meet them for not even meet them, but just like talk to them and get a picture with them probably for less than five minutes. I just don't think it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, yeah, I, I, I could see somebody doing this, like, you know, if you're Justin Timberlake, but when I mean, I mean, and you know, like no offense to the actors or anything like that, but you know, you know, when you're just you're just a, in an ensemble cast in a Canadian TV show, like, and you're charging people to see you, like, like really, like it's like you're not that important, like. So, 
I think it's just a little, a little, a little ludicrous. I think it's a little, it's a bit of extortion, just <laughs> to see a bunch of, you know, half-ass celebrities. Sorry, no offense. Um, so um, I think it's ridiculous. You know, if you're, I mean, if you want to pay that money, if you have that money, fine. But as a celebrity, I mean, as a, like I said, half-ass celebrity, it's. It's like I don't know how like he has that in his conscience to charge people to see him. I mean, I don't know. I just I, I'm I'm very sore on that subject because, I mean, probably if if I was up in Canada, I probably would have went to Luke's party as well. Um, and just by hearing you know your guys' experience and how you guys say that it wasn't worth it, but yet you paid all this money, it's just it's like it sucks. And I and I felt bad for you guys because you know it's it's just not the right thing to do, <laughs> in my opinion. You don't need to feel bad for us. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I mean, it's, I mean it, it sucks when you pay, you know, out mm-hmm. of your own pocket, you know, to expect mm-hmm. something, and it ends up not being what you expected. No. So. Well, I mean, it's not like I couldn't afford it or anything like that. Right. No. Right. Um, um, and I heard. Yeah, it definitely was not worth it. And, like, we didn't, Ashley and I didn't really, like, fit in with the rest of the party. Like, you know, I want to tell everybody that, like, the vast majority of the people there had a great time. No, and I think it's because you know, we were it, probably it, older than everybody, but well, not us, everybody, but we were older we than most really. of the fans <laughs> were there, and it was just like, I don't know, not that I was, like, over it, but it was just like, I don't know, I just don't, it's not really, like, my idea of a, I don't know, a Degrassi, like, event, what it should be, and I don't know. And he also said that, like, money would be going to charity, too, and that somebody from Me to We would be there, I think his mom said that. But nobody was there, and, like, I kind of felt like, you know, what am I spending all this money for when somebody's supposed to be coming to get a check and they're not there? Yeah, like, going back to this uh, (laughs) concert at the end of March, you know, somebody needs to tell Luke that he isn't Drake. Yeah. You know, see? Like, $80 to see Drake in concert? You know, that'd make perfect sense. That makes sense. I totally pay that. (laughs) But, like, Luke is just Luke. And, you know, when the other Degrassi cast members were first starting their music careers, yeah, it was they definitely like weren't charging $80. Yeah. You know, most yeah. of them It was like 10 concerts. bucks. I like went to their first, like, EP thing. thing. It was like 10 bucks. Like $5, and that's just, like, the so. venue cost. <laughs> and that's that's normal for any band, even if, you know, they weren't on a TV show. You know what I mean? I mean, this is a little different than his birthday party. It's <laughs> an actual concert. Right. At his birthday party, I mean, he was kind of giving a performance, but he was, like, lip-syncing. I don't think I'd pay the 25 <laughs> and go You know, this time it's an actual performance, I guess, everybody. but still. No, thank you. <laughs> not right. I know. Sorry. Sorry, Nia. <laughs> we need to, like, patent that. Yeah. We, we are need to, like, patent that line. We always say it. Like, and all, for anybody who's no hate mail, no hate like, mail. You know, my definite opinion on Luke because I have, you know, kind of spent the day with him, and I do know he's a really nice guy. But um, just from some of his actions and stuff, he hasn't been put in the greatest light. I guess I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess we should move on to the new episode then. You know, a little less <laughs> controversial subject. Um, this week's episode focused on Drew and Bianca, of course, with subplots including Riley and Allie. So let's start with our initial thoughts on the overall episode. What did you guys think? Uh, I actually thought it was better than the first episode of this half of the season. Um, I guess it be- I guess it's because it encompassed. Um, I guess Allie and Riley, who I adore. Um, 
I, th- I think it was actually done really well. Of course, I had some qualms about a few things, but we'll get to that as, as we get dive further into detail. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. It's, you know, not one of my favorite episodes or anything like that, but, I mean, I had very low expectations going in, and it exceeded those expectations. So. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> so, what do you guys think about Drew and Bianca? I'm still not sold, like, 100% on them. Um, still think Bianca's a pretty shady character. You know, she, on the second half, she, I mean, she didn't really force... Drew to do anything, but obviously she was an influence there to Drew, you know, doing all his drugs or whatever. So, I mean, just, I mean, I guess it's because they're like, I'm still like a goody two-shoes. Like, anybody that's kind of like a bad influence, I automatically don't like them together. Like, and I automatically feel bad for Drew, I guess. But I did, I did feel for them, um, kind of towards like in the middle of the whole thing, when they were getting judged and things like that. But, um, you know, but still, I'm still not a firm believer of of either characters. They're they're not still they're not my favorites yet. Yeah, I don't really like how they're making Bianca like she's this terrible person, and it's exactly what you said, Bianca. <laughs> um, <laughs> Real Bianca. They're, they're making her into like the bad influence, like the one who like convinces or like I don't know, coaxes mm-hmm. Drew into doing. Um, all these bad things, like not just the drugs, but also back in the whole boiler room fiasco too. And you know, I just think it's like really unfair how um, how she's being treated. You know, yeah, I don't really care yeah. for either Drew or Bianca. <laughs> yeah, me either. So I don't really care whether no. they end up. Although I do not. like yeah, Drew's no. character yeah, a break little bit more now, watching these episodes. <laughs> I wouldn't have any reaction to it. I'm a little so. bit more likable, but. Not that much. Uh, he was hilarious, though. Like when they when he was high and like, you know, um, talking to talking to Mrs. Torres. I, thought, <laughs> I was hysterical. I thought Luke did that really well. Um, hopefully, it'll make up for my bad mouthing him before earlier. Um, but I do I did think he did. I think he did do really well. Yeah, it was really funny when um, his mom was like, "Stop looking at my yeah. shirt." Yeah. <laughs> And he was just staring at it. That was hysterical. Yeah. But, like, one thing I kind of thought was (laughs) not right was, like, you know, what kind of kid experiments with drugs in the middle of the afternoon and then goes to a basketball game (laughs) where the teachers and their mother is going to be? Like, when you try shrooms for the first time, it's probably going to be at, like, a party somewhere at night. (laughs) But, like... Classic Degrassi style, they have to come up with some kind of negative consequence all in the same episode. Yeah. They, like, invent this ridiculous scenario where, like, Drew goes try shrooms and then goes back to his basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he tries drugs once and now he has to see a drug yeah. <laughs> So Yeah, and then he'll, he'll automatically be cured, right? Like, that 24-hour no. meth addiction? Yeah. <laughs> no. Degrassi is never good at doing drug storylines. No. I mean, this is not the only the only time, for sure. Because <laughs> they try to do it so fast all in one episode, and that's not really relatable for a lot of people. And I'm not really sure, like, do the writers want us to yeah. like Drew and Bianca? Because right now it seems to me, like, the only reason Drew likes Bianca is because she's hot and he can't get any other girls. <laughs> and this is, you know, he just... I don't know if they like want us to be on like, Team Drew and Bianca. No, I think 
I think there's a lot of Jew fans out there. Um, you know, all, all the teeny bops think he's gorgeous. So I think that they're just trying to they're just trying to give him a plot where he would have some kind of, you know, just where he would be prominent in it, I guess. And I guess this is, I guess this is like the only way they think that they could do it. Um, because I mean, truthfully, you know, he doesn't really have much going on. You know what I mean? Except, you know, except for this plot. So I think they, they, they're just trying to, to, mm -hmm. to play up the crowd and, you know, kind of appeasing, you know, everyone's, all the teeny girls drew fix. Yeah, could be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's what I think. All right, so um, moving mm -hmm. on to the Riley plot. Um, I personally thought that, like, the Riley storyline should have been the main plot and this Drew storyline should have been the subplot. Yeah. But um, what did you guys think about the uh, Riley storyline in this episode? So rushed. It was yeah. so, so, so rushed. I mean, um, I mean, they really had no FaceTime at all, and I, and I think it's, like, a storyline a lot of us have all been waiting for. Um, you know, it was, you know, Riley coming out finally. Um, I mean, for, I mean, for what it was, for like, you know, four or five scenes that it was, um, it, it was pretty good. Um, I'm just anxious to see what's going to happen because his mom, like, his mom is just not mm -hmm. coming to terms with, I hope they do you know, with Riley it, being gay. So, um, interesting, interested to see what's going to happen have, there. If they even revisit um, it, which I hope they will. I really hope that they kind of close up the storyline and, you know, see how Riley's mom kind of reacts in the end. I thought that Riley's mom's reaction was too similar to Marco's dad back in season five. Like, it was mm -hmm. very, it was, like, kind of the same storyline where, like, Marco's dad was, like, totally in denial, didn't want to hear it. And that's exactly what they did in this episode, too. So I just kinda wish they did something different there. <laughs> I kind I liked the part when um when when yeah. Riley was laying out all those those magazines yeah. on the bed. <laughs> and one of the, one yeah. of them was labeled I think it was like called hunks or something like that. I know. <laughs> I thought that was uh, that was, um, <laughs> that was cute, that was clever. I really liked that part. Yeah, where can I get a subscription to that? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I also liked um, the scenes at the art gallery in the first part. <laughs> I thought they were really funny, and yeah. you could tell like how uncomfortable Riley felt yes. at the art gallery, and he was just like, "Hmm, interesting." Like yeah. every single thing he saw. <laughs> and I was also glad that he cut his hair. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I think, like overall. The problem was that, like, like you said, Bianca, there were just too few scenes. Like, there was only like three scenes. Basically. Yeah, no, it's all about like, you know, this should have been a much bigger deal. Mm -hmm. So yeah. the Allie storyline, then, I didn't think it was all that great, but it was nice to see Allie again. I mean, it's been forever since we saw her, like Riley, actually. So I, I still liked it overall. Um, what did you guys think? I actually really liked it. Um, the I forget her name. The friend that's not really a friend. Malika. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I guess I'm not, I'm not I'm not really good at foreshadowing, so I kind of really didn't see that she was going to be um, mean and backstabbing like that. Um, so that 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 was an interesting loop. Um, sucks that you know she kind of got framed, I guess, for the cigarette at the end. Um, and I and I felt really bad for her. I mean, you know, it's not like she—it's not like she's electing to do these things. It's just she's just in the 
wrong place at the wrong time half the time and you know it's not her yeah. fault you know she's not really doing anything wrong so kind of felt bad for, kind of felt bad for her and um I, I'm just wondering when she's going to come back to Degrassi yeah I felt bad for her too and it's like the problem is that like she's lost her parents trust and that's just the worst feeling like they just don't believe her and you know it's, it's because mm-hmm. of what's happened in the past and Definitely. maybe someone um, what I couldn't focus throughout that whole scene when they were in front of their you know, school so because it was, the, fe- it was the front of um, Epitome. And they had a fence in the front. And I totally cannot remember if Epitome actually has the same fence. So I basically spent the whole first time, because I watched it twice, the whole first time I was watching it trying to remember if there was a fence <laughs> there. And I don't know why, because it was like such like an, like an emotional scene. And I just, that's all I thought about was the fence. <laughs> Erin, do you know? Yeah, I know if there was a fence there. Well, that's distracting. That's good. I, well, I didn't know that was a pin to me, so thanks, Ash, for the, uh, <laughs> the heads up. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and one more thing. Um, can we just talk about Casey and Jenna in this episode and how it was completely ridiculous how they were acting? Oh, I hate that. Because, like... I mean, I know that they weren't the focus of the episode, and they were only in, like, the background of, like, a few scenes here and there and stuff, but they're just, like, going around acting like nothing is wrong. Like, shouldn't they be, like, planning or something? You know, they're just acting like perfect couple, and I'm like, don't you understand the situation? I know. I Like, anybody who follows me on Twitter, like, who was who saw me tweet the night of part but part two came on i was so so furious because i mean she i mean jenna even did it in part one where she kind of makes these side comments to bianca as if um you know pretty much just judging her and it's like hello you're pregnant like you should not be judging anyone and um i think drew drew kind of had like a good comment back at her um which was like so which was like great because I was like that's the best thing Drew's ever said this entire time he's been on the show um so I was really happy about that but I mean it's just ridiculous and, and even Casey in part two when Drew was like so we're still gonna like be friends or whatever and like hang out and he just kind of like was weird and like gave him like <laughs> a weird look and it's like really like Casey like get over yourself like seriously like who are you to like judge someone because it's just ridiculous and I can go on, but I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, it, it's not only Jenna. I think that, like, all the girls are judging Bianca. I mean, that's what they make clear throughout the whole episode, that, like, Bianca is hated by all the girls, which I just think is ridiculous, because obviously they don't all just, like, hate Drew, even though he's done the same thing as her. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they had uh, Jenna say the lines, obviously, which, I mean, you're right. Like, it was even worse considering her situation. Right. And... I know that, uh, like, Casey and Jenna are getting the subplot of next week's episode, so hopefully (laughs) there will be something more. But right now I'm just, I'm so disappointed. Like, before they were doing such an interesting storyline, with Casey in particular, not really Jenna, but (laughs) I thought that Casey's storyline was really different from how um, most other teen dramas, like, treat the whole teen pregnancy situation. But now they've just gone back to being like a perfect couple, and I just don't see how this is going to be relatable to many people in that situation. 
Alright, so next week <laughs> is the highly anticipated return of Fitz, who we haven't seen in almost six months. There's a lot of uh, big returns. You know, we've got Fitz, then Riley, Allie came back. <laughs> Lots of people <laughs> coming back. <laughs> um, <laughs> they need to, like... And the subplots <laughs> also involve Casey and Jenna, like I said, and there's the Sav and Allie subplot as well. So we all saw the scene that T. Nick leaked accidentally, which was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and of course the um, promos, which are out now too. So are you guys excited for Jeez, etc. next week? I think a lot of fans mm-hmm. are really looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, <laughs> it's just weird because, I mean, they're making Fitz's comeback like, like he's going to come back and like kill somebody. Um, which, I mean, obviously, you know, he's not, I mean, I think even Eli said, like, he's, he's coming back to, like, get revenge on me, but, like, he, like, he didn't even, like, hurt anybody in the first place, I don't know, I just thought it was, um, they're just really hyping this episode up, so, I mean, it better be damn good, um, otherwise I think a lot of us are going to be very disappointed, um, I'm actually really interested to see the Sam and Allie storyline, because looks like Sam really, really gets angry, um, at Allie. I mean, just because he's friends with Drew now, I guess. Um, so interesting to see that dynamic because, you know, Sav's always been actually a really good brother to her. Um, and Kenna, you, know, you guys know what I think about Kenna. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the dynamic. Yeah, I'm really that excited Sav for Sav and Allie as together. well. I really liked the uh, I think Sav I read somewhere that something about Fitz was episode, saying something so about like, his religion and I'm trying to connect with Claire. I don't remember. But I think that would be so weird because Fitz has kind of been like seen as this whole badass character, and for him to kind of be like, "Oh, I love Jesus" and everything like that, I think it'd be a little bit weird. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be really, really weird. Um, I don't even know how they could make that work because it's not even like we have any of Fitz's background to know, you know. So. Um, well, I think that Fitz is going to try and get closer to Claire, and this is probably where, like, Eli's paranoia is going to come out. Like, Eli is going to assume that Fitz is up to something. As we saw in the promo, you know, Eli just assumes the worst in Fitz, and, and maybe rightfully so. Um, but then Claire maybe mm-hmm. thinks that, like, Fitz is being genuine, and I don't know if it has to do with religion or something else, but um, I think this is where we're going to start to see the... Uh, Eli and Claire nope. <laughs> potential breakup thing. <laughs> it doesn't look like Eli is going to be too welcoming fits. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if someone almost, you know, stabbed me, I probably wouldn't be too happy either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably, but I don't know. I mean, we have to wait until the episode, obviously, but just from the promos, it seems to me like Eli is going, like, way over the top and just like when Claire said that he's scaring her yeah (laughs) that makes sense to me so anyways it's going to be really interesting to see what happens for sure alright so um, next week of course we'll be talking about Jesus etc it's going to be a really (laughs) big important episode I'm sure and uh, well we'll also be talking about anything else in the news I'm not sure what's we will be talking about the meet and greet if it happens and if Ashley and I end up going. <laughs> um, <laughs> so hopefully it does. Um, if you guys want to get in touch with us, 
you can send me an email, Erin at com, or you can <laughs> lucky you. <laughs> um, and we'll definitely get back to you. And I think that's it for this week. All right. <laughs> you guys all have a great week. I know I will because I don't Bye. have school. So. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll talk to you guys next weekend. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Let's do this together, Degrassi Talk.